0: Here's
1: Michael at the foul line, a shot on Elo, good! The Bulls win! It! They win it! Don't you open your mouth about the best, or I'm send it for you real quick, L.O.B.
0: Listen, we're talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game, we're talking about practice. Lewis gets it to LeBron,
1: for three for the win, yes! LeBron James has the monster
0: mindset when you stepped in the batter's box.
1: Go yard. I mean, I'm a pitcher. Why not play as hard as I can? I got nothing to lose. It's nothing to man above. Don't put you in situations that you can't handle. Instead of saying, why me? They're saying, this is what he want me to do. And, uh, Cleveland! This is for you! The way we approach the game is the same way we approach life. You do the right thing. You make the right play. You make the right play. And in life, is the same thing. What do you feel in your heart is the right thing to do. And you do that. You know, it seems so simple, but sometimes the simplest things are the hardest things to do. And, um, uh, I think it's just that. Welcome to what? The game. Me. To me.
0: What's going on? What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of What the Game Means to Me. You know, it's been a minute um, since we've seen our faces, but, of course, we're back. You know, my brother Thaddeus is back. I'm happy to be back, um, you know, talking sports and talking everything that's going on in the sports world. But uh, before we get into things, of course, I want to ask you how you doing, bro? How you been these past few weeks?
1: Oh, I've been good. Pretty busy. But uh, glad to be back on and, you know, glad to talk some sports. We got a big game three coming up uh, in about an hour, so let's get to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: big game three for my team, you know, you ain't too much of a Hawks fan. Are you pulling for us just because? Yeah,
1: Nah. yeah, I'm pulling for y'all. I I got love for the Hawks. I'm not a fan. I want them to go to the finals. That's good for the city. The city's already live enough, but... They make it to the finals, it'll be a, a real interesting two weeks. Okay. Say, at, least,
0: at least you're on the home squad, bay. Well, you probably just want to want to be in the parade, want to, you know, <laughs> enjoy our festivities. Like you said, the city's always loud when something's happening. We ain't had no championship here in a minute, but uh, hopefully we're, we're able to sniff one or come close to one, at least even get in the finals. But uh, yeah, let's talk just, I guess, some of this game three. Um, just a you know, key matchup, key, key points, what we think may need to happen for hopefully our Hawks to, to pull out a win tonight. Um but I guess I started off like I like I was telling you off air. The series kind of going as it as it as all the other series go. We've won game one, game two is a little shaky. Um this is probably the most shakiest of a game two I've seen them play. Um Trey with nine turnovers, only adding 15 points. Nobody else really did much either. And of course we lost by like damn near thirty. But you know, I feel like we got them right where we want them. One and one, you take home court advantage, we're coming back home. Um feeling good about ourselves, get the home crowd a little bit. You know, it is for me, I told you as well, as long as I mean Giannis gonna get his because I don't think we have anybody on the team that can guard him. Obviously DeAndre Hunter's out. Cam's not really, you know, guarding Giannis. He's more so of a someone that's gonna guard or stop the stop the guard. So no one's gonna guard Giannis. He's gonna kinda get his. I feel like Drew Milton or not Drew Milton combine drew holiday and chris milton's names, but i feel like chris milton is pretty much the engine as long as we're stopping him or kind of hold him at bay which we did in game one kind of he came off to a rough start at game one we should we should be fine honestly um you know drew pretty much pick up the picked up the slack of his um in that game one and i don't really see him doing that too too often throughout the entire playoffs like we know he can get a bucket but chris milton typically is their scorer their their go-to guy um, you know, outside of Giannis. So I feel like we're, we're fine. Um, obviously, we can't let them go on 20 point runs. We got to do a better job on the boards. Got to do a better job of taking care of the ball. And I think all that type stuff fixes itself at home and shooting wise as well. Like, I haven't seen these teams shoot like have a game that they shoot well not one time this entire playoff series. Like, if we can get one game where all our shooters are hitting, I know Bogey's dealing with a knee injury. You can get going. Kevin Herter had a big game seven. But like I said, outside of that, hasn't like really been consistently hitting shots. Um, like I said, Trey even hasn't been that great from deep either. But as long – if we just get one game where everybody, all our shooters, all our scores are in rhythm, I think we should be fine. Like I said, one game, we won home court advantage, brought it back home. So we get two, go up 3-1, going back to Milwaukee. We're already in a good spot. But uh, what do you think – what do you think, honestly, about the Hawks just being in this position? I know like I said, we ain't even been able to talk. We ain't really talked yeah. through the Knicks series. We ain't talked through – 76er series, like what do you even think about them even being here?
1: Uh, I'm not very surprised. You know, like really. I'm not a I'm not a fan, but uh, I support them. So when I was watching, I'm like this team is pretty good. And I think I've texted before. Like they're real young, they got potential. So I'm just not surprised they got shooters for days, and they're not even mm-hmm. completely healthy, which is the scary part. And they're just a resilient team, and like they never went away. And uh, they showed they're ready. A lot of young guys in the first playoff run, are ready for the moment. So once yeah. they like, all right, the Knicks series, I was like, okay, 4-1. I, I expected that to go seven, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And then I saw the 76ers game one, they about uh, by, like, almost 30, let them come back. Once they won that game five, I was like, okay, I think these guys they belong. They've yeah. done it multiple times, one on the road in hostile environments, uh, moments not too big. So after that, I pretty much knew in game seven, was just pretty much back and forth, uh, Huter saved the day for the most part, and Trey mm-hmm. stepped up late when he needed to uh, just – I say for about the past week, I've I've been on the bandwagon, knowing that I'm not surprised that they would make it this far. Like yeah. I just I wouldn't be surprised if they won the series. And now the way the uh, the Clippers look without Kawhi, and you know them being able to beat the Suns, I think the Hawks can beat them too with uh, with the lineup they have, even though they're missing two guys. And hopefully, yeah. you know Cam plays a little more. But yeah. but uh, for Game Three, you know you hit on most of the points. Uh, can't really stop Giannis, but you can try to contain him, though. Uh So, you know, doing everything you can, throwing a lot of bodies at him, uh putting more pressure on, I'd say, Holiday on the offensive end. You know, mm-hmm. Middleton will get his for the most part, but if you can force Drew Holiday to be the primary playmaker and uh, ball handler, mm-hmm. I think that would be good for him, especially uh using some of his energy on offense so he doesn't have some of it for the defensive end with Trey because, you know, he kind of heard the remarks from game one and he played a little bit better. Yeah, two, exactly. For sure, but... Limiting the turnovers, hitting the shots when you need to. And uh, rebound, rebounds are big, too. Second chance possessions for the Bucs. They get a lot of them because they're a pretty big team. Big for the team most yeah. yeah. So, you know, get on the boards and limiting them into their possessions and stopping Giannis from getting to the paint as much as you. That's all you can really ask for. And then uh, Bogdanovich and Huter need more than eight points, which they had in game two. Yeah. And I know Bogdanovich, since what, what game did he get hurt in the Philly series? Game
0: five or game four? We might have it might have been five, I think. Yeah. yeah. He's
1: been hampered. Like, just to lift off his shot, he's just been moving. He, You can get a couple of buckets still here and mm-hmm. there, but he's just not moving the same, so that's limited him. And yeah. uh, hopefully, you know, Cam Reddish got some garbage time minutes to help him, you know, just get out there, get get used to playing five-on-five because five, the report said he hadn't been playing five-on-five. Five.
0: Yeah, it was basically they didn't feel comfortable, you know, inserting him into the lineup really into it. They got some five-on-five five action, which they wasn't. You know, playoff time and, you know, typically it's like one game rest. I know a lot of ours had two games in, or two days in between, but um, they just wasn't doing five-on-five five in practice. So I felt like, and we had talked about it with the Hoopers and everybody, like unless we won this series against the 76ers, he wasn't going to suit up and play this um this year. And then even with the blowout, like if, if it wasn't a blowout, more than likely he wasn't going to play either yeah. because, you know, Tony Snell and Solomon Hill was still ahead of him in the rotation. But all in all, maybe – Maybe God works in mysterious ways because everybody was waiting to see Cam. You know, I was waiting to see him, see how he looked. Uh, just wanted him back in action. He didn't play ball in like four months. So I think it was good for him. Um, and that's pretty much the only positive that came out of uh, that L that we took on um, on Friday night. So hopefully, like I say, he, he's feeling good. Hopefully he gets a little bit more run, a little bit more minutes and, uh, you know, contributes in some type of way for us in this series because, like I say, it, it it's still right there in front of us, 1-1 home court advantage in our favor it, depending on what we do tonight even depending on what we do on Tuesday you know it, it's still a series anybody's series so like everybody been saying the Bucks got blown out in game two against the Nets they end up taking that series you know we got blown out game two um on, on Friday it's okay it's just gonna happen that's been happening in the playoffs this whole playoffs in general there, there's been a bunch of blowouts so ain't nothing no, about. but uh just the I guess move off of that you know we'll we'll see them in action in about a little less under an hour now about 45 minutes but uh talk about this series clippers Suns. um guess we could talk if you want just talk about like just the not even the improvement but just like the way the Suns have been playing like they've been pl- honestly playing out of their minds ever since the bubble last year but so many strides to, to get where they are they up what three one now three mm-hmm. one now on the clippers with the 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 a 90s style of basketball that was played last night, 80 to 84. I don't remember last time I seen the score that low. But uh it was able to pull it out, take three-one lead against the Clippers. Uh what do you think about these two squads and just the uh Western Conference Finals as a whole?
1: it has been a good series. I love to see Kawhi healthy, but it is with sports. But <laughs> yeah. the sounds look good, man. Ever since that game when LeBron and uh Andre drummer were mocking them, you know, with the little post-up move. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's not saying that changed everything, but ever since that. That game, the game after that, when AD got hurt, you know, they hit yeah. their stride and they haven't looked back. I uh, think they got the confidence they needed, beating, even though AD was out beating that Lakers team. So they felt like they took out the, the second best team besides them. And after that, you know, they had all the confidence they needed. Yeah. They've been playing good basketball, even without Chris Paul for the first two. Last night was a defensive battle. Those little scores you would see when the mm-hmm. Pistons would play the uh, Pacers back in the day, or some of even mm-hmm. the Shaq and Kobe games when they, uh, when they went up against the Pistons in the finals, one of the games was like 84 to 80, something like that. Yeah. So, but, uh, you know, back and forth game could have been had by anybody, but down the stretch, the Suns made the shots when they needed to, and the Clippers couldn't get a shot to fall. So that was really pretty much the difference uh, mm-hmm. in that game. And the series could really go either way. Um, the Clippers, I, in my opinion, should be up. You know, game one, they hung in. D-Book just had a big fourth quarter. In game two, you know, they obviously uh the out. The call, I thought it was out on eight, and then they got another possession. Yeah, um, and got the alley at the end. So crazy. It, it crazy nearly come, the game. Yeah, and I know T Lou was probably throwing the clipboard in the in, the, uh, <laughs> in, in the locker room. room he probably would like you know, switch everything. Blah blah blah.
0: Yeah. yeah, because Zubac yeah. tried to fight through it, and yeah. even, he was a step behind. But it's like it it had to, it was just the perfect pass,
1: honestly. Everything, everything was, even
0: up. with Zubac getting screened like that, his hand was still like right there, like. It, just a great pass by Jay Crowder, but...
1: But everything could have gone either way. You know, mm-hmm. PG could could be better. He was 5 for 20 yesterday, and I'm not if I'm not mistaken, he was 1 for 6 and 1 from 9, from 3. Uh, mm-hmm. Got to be better. But uh, I don't think the series is over, but I think it's... I don't think... With, if they had Kawhi, I wouldn't be surprised if they came back from 3-1 down, but I don't think... You know, they're real tired. They played a lot of games. PG's played, the, I think, the most minutes in the playoffs so far as well. I know he has the most touches for sure, mm-hmm. so he's pretty much uh about to be on ease so i don't think you know he's gonna get, <laughs> to get it together and then his supporting cast won't we able to hold it together Reggie jackson's been good but i don't think he would
0: yeah that. like to to pull them out from a 3-1 deficit i don't, I don't think reggie jackson got that you know but yeah. like i don't know like what is, with Kawhi, is, is it is i know it's his, obviously everybody knows this is knee like maybe i'm tripping i don't want to make sure i'm not tripping though have they fully confirmed like because i keep thinking it's some type of acl or mcl some type of injury to where it's like it's probably like a small tear and they just not saying nothing Mm -hmm. like did am am i dripping Uh, or did they come up with that yet
1: i heard something about uh, acl sprain and with Mm -hmm. me anything with acl like as soon as i heard that i I said he was done Uh, yeah they don't like it's just different with an mcl sprain or small meniscus tear something like that you can play on it but the acl Once you sprain it or do anything, Mm -hmm. I feel like it can tear off any little, you know, extra movement. So once I heard ACL involved, I knew he was done. Not that I'm a doctor or anything, but that was just my judgment. (laughs) Uh, I thought that there is no way that he plays. You know how Kawhi is. He cares about his Mm -hmm. body. Spurs, that's the main reason why he left the Spurs. uh, Yeah.
0: Hey, obviously, I know you didn't see the reports today talking about he uh, – Yeah, upset, upset with
1: this guy. You better stop playing. Isn't uh, he up for a contract this summer? Like, isn't he? he yeah,
0: he yet? ain't He ain't signed no extension. Like, he's free, better free, better free agent. Playing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. So, I, you think he goes back? You think he signs back? Hey, this it's,
1: it's, situation. The, the team showed they had fight. Like, with him, mm-hmm. I don't know where this series is. It could be tied. It could mm-hmm. be 3-1 Clippers. Capricio. You never know. You never know. So, the team – I think the team showed him a little something. If they would have lost without him, you know, went out what 4 2 to the Jazz, maybe mm-hmm. we'll see. He he doesn't, but you know how Kawhi is, he only cares about his body and uh, he he cares about winning and his body. So I don't know. I think that injury thing with the medical staff could be more than we think it do a lot of harm to the situation and then uh, signing him back. But you know, we'll see. Kawhi's a weird, a little weird dude.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, yeah. yeah. Um, I think he may. I was maybe like you just said. Maybe the fight that was shown. It, it, maybe a few tweaks here and there with the roster this upcoming year. Maybe you will decide to sign back. You know, PG in in certain games and situations, he's shown a little life. But like you see, he, he sold was it game one with the free throws.
1: Two game two. That's game only really two, one yeah. other situation with the. Uh, yep. I mean
0: the eight tip on. Yep, as he sold game two. You know, like you said, but didn't have that great of a game last night either. Like. He I think Jeff said it, like he he still still he's still waiting. Cause like I was saying, like, I think I like PG better, like by himself. Like PG by himself is solid. But I think I think he's resorting back to pandemic P ways. I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna be able to get them out this three one hole. I don't even I think Kawhi comes back suits up. If like say they win game, yeah, it's over with. <laughs> it's over Kawhi won't come
1: back into the finals in my opinion. No, yeah,
0: they would have to get there. He's like, all right. Yeah, I'll, I'll suit up now. Like, I'll try to play on it. Cause, like you said, then at that point, it is playing for something. Cause, like, right now, they're in a deficit and hole. It's like he can come back and, like you just said, hurt it even more. And they still not win. Like I said, they're, they're one game away from getting sent back to, to Cancun. So, yeah, I feel that as well. Damn. All right. I guess before we move on, where do you think Kawhi does go? Cause
1: it, it's looking like, you know, I don't even have a team. I wouldn't even be able to give you an answer to that. I've heard like, I don't about think Miami playing with jimmy because i know he wanted to play with jimmy uh, yeah that's awesome he didn't work out but i don't he not going to the lakers you know he's i that's the easy way to go i mm-hmm. love it to have lebron get about two through it yeah um, i don't have a team for you i don't know a destination like you nobody knows what's going on because stuff doesn't leave from kawaii's camp because if he does you out of you out of there yeah and, uh, <laughs> you, you just don't know he won't put it out they does not have social media so you don't know what he
0: can do. you literally you know nothing
1: about it yeah yeah uh, I have
0: no idea, but he might stay with the clippery. Uh, we uh, we as a, we we postpone that to next episode. That's a, that's a maybe. That's a maybe. Uh, prez, sorry about that. I know, I know, I know, I know you'd love to hear something about it. I know y'all was just going off. We're gonna talk about something y'all were just talking about in uh in the group chat. We can like, mention Dame
1: maybe potentially. That. I say, that's
0: what's next up. that's what's next up. Forgot Dame Dame. We we've heard a little bit of rumors that uh a little unhappy. I, I think he responded to somebody on Twitter yesterday. because um, they was talking about uh, you know, the situation with Becky Hammond. You know, they said that she was the front, one of the front runners in Portland. Chauncey bill ended up getting the job. They said that's all Dame's work that he he wanted him to be be in that position. But I think Dame came out and responded, pretty much negated all of that. But uh her rumblings, we you know, the way Portland went out this year in in um in the first round, you know, it, it's been kind of the same story with them. They're not ever really able to to advance any further. Everybody knows Dame's been loyal. He stayed there. They've tried to work, you know, or keep the keep the band together in a sense with him and CJ. But there's been a lot of rumblings that CJ's possibly going to be out. Now, Dame's, I don't know if it's really coming from his mouth, but he seems like he's a little unhappy. And there's uh, already people throwing around trade scenarios, throwing around Photoshop's with uh him in a Knicks jersey, him in – Warriors jerseys him in 76ers jersey so uh honestly what what do you think about um what do you think about this situation um with Chauncey Bill's getting hired and and him kind of negating like it it was him or he's the reason that he got hired and uh if he was to get traded where do you think he traded to and this is our
1: question the Dame situation is pretty tough because you know for years he said he's going to be loyal to Portland he doesn't want to do that super team thing but he's I mean, I'm pretty sure years ago he realized, but he's finally realized, I can't really do this thing by myself. I, always, I need a co-star. I need another guy. Like they got this, like you said, they've gotten as far as they could. The Western Conference Finals versus the Warriors. They got sweat. Uh, it's been rough. They, they've been a playoff team every year. Shout out to him for, for him getting them there, but yeah, they can't go any further. It's just a tough situation. He realized he needs to make this move for his career if he wants to, to get a ring. But, you know, I love to see him go to the Lakers pretty sure knicks fans would love to see him there but i don't know who the second i don't think julius run on the playoffs is a second a co-star i don't think he'll be able to get the job done so maybe if they make a trade but i don't really have too many teams in mind at the moment i don't know what he prefers what type of coach he prefers i I thought chauncey billis would be a fine coach for him but uh,
0: it seemed like it it would be a a decent fit like not the greatest but not terrible
1: what do you have in mind fit wise
0: um I don't know. I think, uh, well, the first ones I kept seeing, of course, when my Hawks knocked out the 76ers, people were saying, you know, they, you know, everybody was on Ben, so they were talking about shipping him out. But they were talking about possibly for, for McCollum um, because, I guess, like, contract-wise it may match up or whatever the case may be. You know, McCullum picks, whatever, however that would shake out and work. But I don't know. I think, I mean, it's in the Eastern Conference and maybe ruin my Hawks' future plans for possibly returning to where they are now. But I think that would be solid solid like little fit. Cause it's, you can, you got him, you got Embiid, you got a big that like, you can play with. Um, you got somebody that can space the floor, but also play inside. Um, you know Tobias is not a, at that point, Tobias w- would be a decent one of the greater third options, um, in the league for sure. And they still got shooting, you know, surrounded. I know Danny Green was hurt. I think he'll be, I think he had two three year deal. He'll be back. Seth Curry, um, you know, still got defensive help with Thais. uh, Thigh Bull. You know, they still got pieces. I don't know. I, don't, I think it would be cool for to see him in, in, in Philly. I would hate to see him in New York, honestly. It's like,
1: mm-hmm. you,
0: you might as well. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, all the Knicks fans that may be watching. You might as well just stay in Portland. I know. it will be a waste I, of time. they will
1: be in the second round. Yeah,
0: I know. I know the whole thing with, you know, the culture's change with Tibbs. You know, you got you got young, promising guys in RJ. You know, Julius had an outstanding year. It's not hating. It's just being realistic. I don't know. I, I just... You know, it's a big market for him. Obviously, everybody knows who Dame is. It would be a big market, big money. He would always be on TV. You know, like an up-and-coming up team, like everybody's saying. Still would be a bunch of di- different moves that you guys will have to make. I know. Uh, Well, more like if y'all was to trade for him, them picks that y'all got is gone for sure. But I don't know. Just him, Julius, and what, RJ? It's I guess it's solid for the East, but it's still not enough to, to, to put you over the top, especially where there's teams, you know. Nets would be back more than likely stronger and better than ever with everybody being healthy. Bucks are still going to be there. My Hawks are still going to be there, um, especially when we get our guys back healthy. Um, yeah. I, I just don't know. I don't know about the Knicks. Maybe he'll, he'll think differently about it. Maybe he'll like Tiz, maybe he likes what they're doing over there, but I'm just not sure about it. What about you?
1: No, not the Knicks. Uh, they might, like I said, they might get to the second round. It, it'll be tough though. Once the, uh, once Dame's camp starts speaking and stuff, we'll know a little. more. But I like, I have no idea what he's thinking. It has to be a contender, though. So
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, the warrior. The, when people are saying the warrior, that that's, no, how, that's I don't think that's they that's out of question. There's no they way didn't let that happen. There's no way in hell that's happening. I don't. Well, I I don't they, know.
1: Yeah, nah. They they can't let that happen. Yeah, and but anyway, like they were they saying in the
0: group been the been message, been the, the Warriors and I guess the Knicks. I still don't. I still don't think they got the most assets to pull off some turrets. Yeah, who, like, the Knicks,
1: like, who the Knicks? the give up though? They have to give up RJ. or... Julius
0: Randle, right? I mean, I feel like they would have to, but they wouldn't. There's no way. There's no way they would no, do that no either. No deal. Shit. No, yeah. No but deal. like I, I said, the, one, so. they got picks, but I still don't think two picks and like who, like who else? Like no one wants Franks. No one wants Knox. Everybody else, you got to sign back. So it's like I don't know. What, I don't really know what formula that would work, but somehow they feel like they got figure it figured out. So maybe they know something we don't. Like I said, I, I personally don't think it's gonna happen. Alfred Payton in a second. Yes, they sir. I said, so, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that's Peyton
1: a, a terrible attitude the entire uh, season, especially when his minutes were decreasing. So they don't the trailblazers. I mean,
0: what's Peyton doing? What, what, what is Peyton doing? What 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 does he bring to tra- to the trailblazers that they don't probably have? I don't even know who their third backup guard is, but I'm pretty sure he can do the L Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm i hoping. I don't know. I kind of hope he stays in Portland. I don't really know why. I just like him there. It, it just fits, you know, the – you know, what he stands on, the loyalness, all uh, this and that. You know, like they really just need to, to beef up that defense. Like maybe they do need to somehow trade McCollum over to the 76ers sixers, get Ben Ben over there. You know, you know he, he well, shows
1: other score. Well I mean, you know, they have uh what's his name? um they have S- Simmons, Anthony Simons and mm-hmm. uh what's the geez, the guy from the Raptors that got traded. For yeah trade. they
0: got Norman Powell. Norman Powell um, yeah, like, they guys got like, can put the ball in the hoop, but, you know, it, it's just lethal. Yeah, that, that backcourt just typically lethal is a, a great scoring backcourt. But defensively, they've just been lacking for all, all the years. And maybe that comes with it. Like, maybe that would change with Chauncey Billups now um, heading the team because, you know, I guess Terry Stotts wasn't really known for, you know, his, his defensive mindset or whatever. But, you know, they, they got to do something to change that because that's mainly their issue. Like, scoring the ball is never really an issue. It's always stopping the, the opponent, so. I don't know. Oh no, I hope he kind I kind of hope he stays, but you know, we'll, we'll find out more in the upcoming weeks. But of course, I had to hit on this as well. Um this and we'll talk about the team USA kind of run out the NBA talk, but uh KD always on on Twitter, you know, whether it's with his burner and his his real account, he always got to, you know, talk, got to respond. But Scotty was I don't know. I ain't I ain't really I, I ain't really agree with things that he was saying either. It's like I don't I I think a lot of people saying he's probably doing this because he got a book releasing. I think the you know, the negate some of the stuff that happened in the last dance and all. But uh I don't know, it's a weird exchange, weird back and forth. Obviously Scotty uh talking about um K D not being able to get the Nets past uh the Bucks, um and, and pretty much saying know, uh, LeBron James would have figured out, you know, how to beat them or whatever. But uh, you know. Obviously K D came back, said didn't you know, the great Scotty Pittman refused to go in the game for the last second shot because he was in his feelings. Uh his coach drew up to play for a better shooter with the question mark. So uh
1: Pretty funny exchange. What uh? What do you think about it? Uh, yeah, it it was funny, but pretty unnecessary. Like Scotty, I don't I don't know where that came from. Maybe he was speaking his mind, but mm-hmm. the team player part—the quotes when he was talking about Katie's not a team player—I disagree with that. Uh, Katie had a great point as well with the uh, situation from the documentary. It was Tony Kukos, right that mm-hmm. he gave a last shot to. Yep, yeah, yeah, exactly. so, Uh, yeah, he was upset about that, but Durant made good points. Uh, you know. You can't call yourself a team player. I mean, say somebody's not a team player, and then you do something like that. When you were the leader of the team at the time, because Jordan wasn't even there. He was yeah. uh, retired. So you got to uh, do whatever is in the best interest of the team and so they can win. And he didn't do that. He sat on the bench. And I kind of feel like KD, when he went to Golden State, he kind of not took one for the team. but He kind of changed the way he played a little bit, even though they deferred to him as the man. But he uh, bought in. And did something in the best interest of the team. So I never thought of Katie as that type of guy when he was saying he's not a team player. But um I do agree that, you know, they're finally looking at uh Katie, how they look at LeBron. You know, they would expect him to get the job done. No excuses. Even if he dropped 50, Uh yeah. they'd be on him for airballing that last shot or passing the ball to George Hill instead of shooting it. That mm-hmm. whole Smith incident happening. So, yeah. Um I think Scotty's wrong in this situation, but he has a small, a, a tiny, tiny point when comparing him to LeBron. But I just really don't know where this came from. Uh and Katie had a <laughs> right to clap back and he was pretty pretty much spot on when he clapped back.
0: Yeah, because you know then he always talked about, about uh oh, what were you saying?
1: No, I was saying Katie's never gonna miss a, a Twitter argument. He's always if he sees <laughs> him, anything that's a lie about him or somebody talking about him, he's gonna chime in. Not yep. from the anymore, straight from the account.
0: Exactly. Yeah, because like now, now he didn't got caught out on that burner. So he, he on the main account always with it. Because even what was the other one? The other one was uh about uh Jackie,
1: the reporter. Yeah, he's yeah. like not friend.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's like we're not even friends. So I don't even know where yeah, she even would have got this information from. But you know, moving on or whatever. But yeah, he, and even on on with this call, he was talking about you know Scotty too, like send out. Um, was it? For, he, he sat out pretty much a, in a a good amount of time because uh. Really, it was about his contract, but he kept saying that, you know, it was hurt or whatever, you know, that they showed in the last dance. So I don't know. It'd be funny when KD class back, he actually, like, he'd be right. And I hate mm-hmm. to say it, but he'd be right. He'd be on point all the time with it. But he said, I don't, I don't know really where it came from too, too much. Obviously, you know, I guess he, he was on Kevin or uh, he was on, well, I guess that in GQ magazine. But yeah, it, it was kind of out of left field, I guess, just because they had just lost against the Bucks. But, you know, obviously, with a hobbled heart and then, um, Kyrie Irving down, you know, I don't. People still expected him to to pull it out and you say holding to that LeBron type standard, but you know, it's kind of tough, especially when they didn't. They really didn't have any type of cohesion all really all really all year. Like a lot of them was out. Typically, we'd all only really see two. Jeff Green was out a lot of the playoffs as well. You know, it really had no continuity in that team. It's just you know you got the three headed monster and KD, Kyrie, and Harden, and just expect them to be in the championship. So, but. Oh no! Just another funny exchange, you know. anytime I think this is like the second or third time we've had something that KD said on Twitter on the show. So, you know, j- just funny in general. Like I say, he always, he always clapping back, and unfortunately, he's always right, especially in this one. Like I said, Scotty might have to be quiet. Uh, might have to be quiet on this one for sure. Um, and two guys we just finished talking about, but couldn't find a picture for it for some reason. But Team USA. Their roster is finally announced for the Olympics, Tokyo Olympics this year. Um, few surprise names on there. Uh, we got Dane being a first time, um, first time participant. I think he withdrew his name in the last one. And uh, Katie, I didn't really expect them to, especially coming off the Achilles injury and, and playing a lot of the year, playing a lot of the year. Um, didn't expect them really to to play in this year's upcoming Olympics, especially with the short turnaround, but guess he decided that he wants to do it. So uh, other names, of course, we've got, I think, Draymond's playing, Jason Tatum, Bradley Beal's first time, Jason Tatum's first time. Kevin Love, very surprised name right there. Bam out of Bayou. Jimmy Butler, I think, is playing as well. Um, Pretty sure you got the list in front of you, but just what do you think about the Team USA roster as a whole? And uh, do you think it's going to bring us home a gold medal?
1: Yeah, because I think the talent, I mean, it's not that. The talent gap is not too too crazy because there's a lot of foreign people who can play really, really good basketball, but I think they'll be able to get the job done. But it's a lot of new people. Uh like you said, Dame, Jason Tatum, D Book, uh, Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, Bam, Chris Middleton. A lot of only the only three returning people is Katie and two people who I think as of now, you know, uh they've been all stars. One might be a Hall of Famer, but I don't think Draymond and uh, Kevin Love should be on here for the Olympic team. Maybe they couldn't find any other forwards. I have no idea. If people wanted to, you know, the short season, the short offseason. They wanted to mm-hmm. recover and get ready for a playoff push next year. But I don't know. Some of the people, Jeremy Grant had a good season in Detroit as well. But I feel like they could have added some better people. But I still think it would be enough to come away with the gold. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of young bucket getters on this team, especially with uh, Tatum, Bradley Beal, and D Book and D Lillard. So I think they'll be able to hold it down for the most part. But. Hey, you never know. I wouldn't be surprised with a lot of new faces and a lot of young people that haven't been out there in this Olympic, uh, done Olympics yet. I could I wouldn't be surprised if they got upset in the final four. But I haven't looked at any of the other countries rosters, So I don't really mm-hmm. know who's what team's coming with the little heat that might give the USA some trouble. So. Yeah.
0: Same here. Um, I, I got one question that you, after you just said that it made me think of, uh, you know, Ben Simmons not playing for. Team Australia said he's going to take time to, you know, get in the gym, which a lot of people is like, yeah, that's what you need to do. And, uh, you know, lock your weight, lock yourself in there, honestly, and just get to work and find a shot uh, for the upcoming, uh, upcoming <laughs> season. But, yeah, I don't – I haven't really looked at the other countries' rosters either, but uh, as for ours, like you said, you know, Kevin Love obviously was the biggest surprise for everybody. Everybody's like, like, where did that even come from? Why is he on there? Like, you couldn't find nobody better.
1: No, nah, um, ser- nah, seriously, though, like, I like Kevin like, Love uh, before – in Minnesota, he was a problem. Right.
0: Like last time he played in the Olympics was 2012. Yeah. Nah, really nah. been hurt with the cat. I don't know if it's really serious, like injuries for real, or if he just, you know, BSing because he's playing with the Cavs still, but he's been injured like the last two years. Like it's just, I don't, I don't know. Right? He hasn't been an
1: all star since. I don't long. even
0: know when the last time, last time he was an all star probably was when he, LeBron was there, obviously. So yeah, I, I don't know really where that one came from, but you know, it's, I don't know, it's like, not really guard heavy, but I guess like with team USA, it doesn't really matter too, too much because you know, typically USA basketball got you know the best basketball players in the world anyway. Like height really don't matter. You don't really need bigs like that. Like, you know, even when when Kobe and Carmelo and LeBron and all of them was playing, it's like you ain't really got big bigs like that. But you know, I think the only listed center on here, I think, is Bam. Everybody else is forwards, guards, but yeah, Jeremy and Grant. I mean, I guess that's cool. Great experience. Like say, he, he did have a he, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he did have a he did have a great start to the year. If he didn't get hurt, he probably would have been, sorry, Knicks fans again. He probably would have been most improved player over Julius Randle. Um, even with you know, not having to piss and sniff the playoffs, but he embodied what a most improved player typically looks like. But yeah, I don't know. Team USA though, that, that's that's a stretch for me. Again, like you said, maybe it was certain guys turned down the offer. Um, it had to be because, it like, that just it. had to be it because it's just, yeah, you know, like that. Kevin Love, like, Kevin Love, bro. Everybody else, like, I can see a I I can make a case, you can make a case for it, I understand it, like, yeah. even Drew Holiday, I understand it. But Jeremy and Grant, Kevin Love is a little yeah. iffy for me, but
1: and Draymond, you know. too. Don't forget Draymond, yeah, yeah,
0: Draymond, yeah, that one too. As well, like, the only, yeah, it does. I was the only reason I wouldn't say it doesn't just because of the. the the more recent
1: Olympic experience, I guess he's not the player he was. Like, yeah, Raymond, no. he might not score a point out there.
0: He
1: just about <laughs> twelve rebounds and about fifteen, a couple steals and blocks.
0: Yeah, I guess that's good enough. And like I said with, with Team USA playing against all these other different, uh, all these other different countries, maybe that's enough. Maybe they need just some type of veteran leadership experience. Maybe that's why they got both them on the squad. They need that veteran leadership experience because they got a lot of first timers. Like even even though Dame's a, a seasoned vet. First timer, like literally everyone's a first timer besides Kevin Durant, Kevin Love, and Draymond. So Ew. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's just for those purposes. Maybe they don't even play that much. So well, maybe we won't, we won't get our pennies in a bunch. We just we'll let it ride out. But hopefully, you did say you think that's enough to bring home gold.
1: Yeah, but I could see them getting upset in the championship game or the final four. Yeah. But I, you know, I, of course I bring home
0: the yeah, of course, and hopefully no injuries bearing yeah. as well. We we done seen a few scary things happen with uh with Team USA, um, yeah. but yeah I, I don't know i think it'll be interesting I, I will enjoy definitely seeing dame devin and jason all play together even bradley bill to an extent those uh those four guys but yeah hopefully it's enough to bring home gold i'll be rooting for him but still a little questionable about these uh this roster selection um and i kind of threw this in there last minute just thought about it but uh you know uh tight end university kicked off i think this past week you know george kittle Uh, Travis Kelsey typically throw on this little event uh, to get tight ends together. Um, tips go over, you know, go over tips, go over things that kind of help them become better players. Uh, you know, route running and all that type of thing. Basically, a little off season vacay for them. But uh, I wanted to ask you how you felt about your boy Tio not getting invited to the tight end university.
1: That's why you got because you read my mind. I was gonna bring it up, so I'm glad you said something. But yeah, I'm the boys. They know what they're doing. You know, first off. Tight end university is a, a great little tradition. I mean, a great little thing they have going. Hopefully, they could turn into a tradition. Yeah, you know, a lot of they have quarterback not in the league where they bring everybody together, but they have Vaughn and stuff. They'll have like a Von Miller. He'll bring all the D line together. So it's nice for uh, two of the league's top tight ends to get together. And yeah, I, regarding the T-Bow, I was going to say these boys know what they're doing. Uh, only only elite, not elite, but quality tight ends. They, they're not buying into the BS that Irvin is trying to pull. So they didn't invite him. And I'm glad they didn't invite him. And he should feel left out. They know that this whole thing is a bunch of BS. Like my dad was, me and my dad were talking about it the other weekend. He reads a little, the little, you know, the post about training camp and OTAs and stuff. And they were saying he can catch the ball, but he needs to work on route running and blocking. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you play tight end. That's, those are two of the main things. You got to be able to block because you're in the trenches. And, mm-hmm those little five to 10 yard routes you run pretty much, you're going to have to be able to get open and he struggles on route running, getting open. And I'm just not surprised, but shout out to them for not inviting him to the hike. I'm pretty sure, you know, they didn't do it on purpose, but mm-hmm. he doesn't deserve to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. S- same thing. I just thought it was funny. Um,
1: no, it's then... definitely funny. When I saw him get invited, I was, I was definitely uh, happy about that.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like it was like like you just said, basically, like they're not buying buying into the the BS that like you said Urban's trying to pull. Um, you know, with, with this stunt and everything, and you just can't you just can't switch over positions like that, especially being out of football as long as he is. You know, obviously, it, it's I'm not gonna say it's not tough to catch a football from an NFL quarterback, but I don't think it's as tough to catch a football from an NFL quarterback as it is, you know, having to learn to to block and like you said, rot running and all that. Like that stuff, guys, take years to craft and get down. Like you just can't hop in and start doing that type stuff. Like, yeah, I understand being able to catch, especially with NFL gloves, you know, NFL sized hands or whatever the case may be. But yeah, he, he is way more work to being a tight end than just catching the ball. But you know, my guy down there, Kyle Pitts, um showing a little pic show a few pictures, showing a few videos of travis kelsey um giving him some tips so uh hopefully he he takes takes these things into consideration he he soaks it all in and brings that over back to uh falcons uh falcons minicamp or otas or whatever is coming up in july so definitely happy he was invited at least um i guess what do you think about him getting invited you think it was mainly because of the hype or regardless of where he went he, he was he was there
1: Nah, game recognized game. Uh, mm-hmm. Before the draft, even some of the other tight ends were talking about him and how much of a, a matchup nightmare he is. So mm-hmm. they see the potential. Why not have him out there? And you can't forget about Hayden Hurst. I know y'all got Kyle Pitts, but y'all do have another mm-hmm. quality tight end that the Jaguars could use, but we didn't draft any <sighs> tight ends. So it is what it is. Kyle Pitts is going to be a good tight end. Yeah, hopefully so.
0: I don't even think – yeah, we ain't – it's not really much to do with Titan University, but I don't think we got to talk about it. What you think about uh Julio getting traded to the Titans?
1: I think we hit on that, but, you know, I don't like I, – I, We hit on it. It's crazy.
0: We hit on it. We talked about it possibly not happening, like, a day or two later it happened. So,
1: Man. <laughs> It's just about where he's going. The Titans already give us problems. Just the history of the Jaguars. The one time we went to the AFC Championship, we lost to the Titans when they had Steve McNair, Javon Curse, all them guys. Uh, mm-hmm. The year they lost to the Rams on that one-yard line thing. But uh, we just, I don't, we, we can never stop them. And it's already tough to stop Derrick Henry. We had problems with A.J. Brown. Now we got to worry about having eight in the box. But then we can't do that because we can't leave Julio and J Brown single cover. So mm-hmm. it just makes it tougher. They can have the division this year. Them at the coast, they can fight it out. Well, will you know, well, we'll, we'll you wrapping it Brown. up already. Yeah. No. 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 I I said this year we're gonna go eight nine or nine and seven. I'm okay with either or. Like if we go anywhere between that I'm fine uh, but the Colts yeah the Colts and the Titans I think they have the division those are the better teams the better run teams at the moment uh, they have they've playoff experience and I think um, it's it's just rough like it's a terrible <laughs> spot for him to go but I don't think like Derrick Henry I know he's having a great career but his body, he's gonna slow down like and I think with it in the next two years so I think for the next two to three years they'll be on top but after that Cause you know Julio what, is thirty-two yeah, and he's yeah. been injured. He's never been able to play sixteen games in the last couple of years. So we'll see. But they're gonna be a problem. Uh, I hate saying it about the Titans, but they're definitely gonna be a problem. And I hate yeah. the trade. Without the
0: doubt, without a doubt. I, kinda, I, mean,
1: I just hate yeah. that y'all had to give him up because of the cat problem. For yeah, so that's long. what I was
0: thinking too. Julio's
1: worth way more than what they gave
0: up, bro. Yeah. So. The only thing that made me happy was just the monies off the books. Cause like I was thinking the same thing, like obviously like if it, none of this ever happened, COVID none of this, like even the cap situation more likely he wouldn't be gone. Like, cause it's really like cap situations, like really only hurts tremendously for this year. Yes. It hurts in the upcoming years too, cause they've been having to, you know, move around money with Matt's contract and, you know, restructure other people's contracts as well. But it wouldn't have been as bad if you know the, the revenue wouldn't have went down so drastically because of COVID. But I don't know. I, I hate it too. I just like that. I guess the money's off the books. Is that now? It's like what's really going to solidify it for me is what we're going to do with it. If we're just going to hold off and use it next year, if we're going to try to sign some vets that's still out there that we can definitely use. Like I, I think somebody. I don't know if it was PFF or who ranked our secondary the worst in football this uh this upcoming year. So. There's still a few safeties out there. I believe Malik Hooker is out there. Um, What's the guy from uh, – I don't know if it's from Tennessee. It's another one, another safety. It's either from Tennessee or the Chargers. It's somebody. It's another safety out there. But Malik Hooker, that other safety, we can definitely use, even though we signed to an offseason. Um, we can use Justin Houston, a little vet minimum.
1: Y'all need a lot. All, y'all don't even have – I heard that y'all didn't have the
0: cap space to. Yeah, at first we didn't, but now they 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 got yeah, that all situated. They, right when they yeah, right when they traded him, they got everybody locked up. So you know we now that Matt Gono's down, we need we I don't want two rookies on the line or two rookies and two second year guys on the line. Like I think they need to sign some type of veteran um, there as well. I think uh, the Steelers just released one of their vets, like the Cash show or something like that. So. If I'm hoping they're using money somehow, some way within the next few weeks, um, on some type of veter- veteran leadership help, um, if not, and they push it off the next year, like I guess that's, that's really just gonna solidify for me. Yes, I'm happy that the money's off the books for Julio, but I need us to do something with that money that we got in return because, like, I think even after signing all of our rookies, we have somewhere between six and eight million, I think, still to play with. So, you know, that's enough for one, maybe two guys, depending on you know, the positions that we're looking at. So, Hopefully they figure out what they're doing. Um, but like you said, Julio to the Titans it's going to be scary. I'm going to love to see it, but they're still not going to. They're still not getting over the hump, and they're still not getting to the Super Bowl with with uh with that because they don't know how to stop nobody. And they lost John U Smith. Like if it was John U, AJ, and Julio, all right. Now I'm a little scared. But like you say, it's it's going to be hard regardless. Because you, like you can't, like you say you can't stack the box, and you also obviously can't leave both those guys single coverage. But you know. I think it makes it a little bit easier when you still only have two threats and then maybe possibly only one with uh Julio because he's gonna be good to miss three, maybe four games this year, especially with the, the season being um extended with another game as well. So they can bank on that.
1: <laughs> no, you're right. It'll be tough, but you know, we'll we'll see very soon. But the Titans, you can pistol them in for 12 and five. 11 mm-hmm. is the worst. They're going to be, it's going to be, it depends. You know, my grandpa's a good defense of mine, so I think he'll have the defense ready to go. But they had no pass rush last year with Vic Beasley and Clowney. so mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Uh, it'll be tough, but they'll definitely be able to put up on it. Be interesting to see.
0: Yeah. All yes. right. Uh, next, moving on, going to talk a little bit, a little bit of MLB. No, you know it's been a lot of, uh, of basketball because, of course, they uh, got extended. Um, being with COVID, they, they started in December and they, they're going through to july but you know mlb is in full full force um and the biggest scandal that has been talked about is uh, a lot of pitchers have been has been cheating using um you know illegal substances to have a better grip on the ball in order to pitch um it, it was it had been a topic since you know first few weeks within the season last i think week or so it's been a a lot more checks that's been happening, you know, middle of the game, um, between innings, you know, stuff like that. I think the first guy was actually caught today, um, yep. and I think he's still denying that, you know, it, it was it was even a thing. I can't even remember his name or the team that he played for. I'm trying uh, to. Find it was marriage
1: pitcher Hector Santiago. Yeah, yeah. He said, yep. He said it was it was kind of a dumb excuse. He, excuse. he said it was something else, but yeah, he first person got caught
0: yeah so but other than that, we've seen that some other guys that you know that were accused and might got upset like the the other day um i think it was one of the a's pictures like damn near stripped to show that he didn't have nothing on him and then other guys you know just just a little upset you know showing that they, they don't have any substances on them but what do you just think about this in general like uh do they need like a, a specific like a specific uh like guideline to this or like specific time to check because like some of them's kinda of, like I said been random like it's within the flow of the game or it's uh you know between innings or just certain things like to delay the game. So like how do you think they should go about it or you think they're going about it like kind of like the right way?
1: Uh I, I don't know. You know uh, it's it's kinda hard because you're kind of testing the guy's integrity, mm-hmm. uh integrity like, should you wait or should you check if you're suspicious? It's just a tough way to go. They'll, f- I'm pretty sure, going into next year to have a better uh,
0: yeah, because something they just do in the middle of the out. year, it's tough, yeah.
1: And some guys have got to check multiple times, and it's a little disrespectful to some guys that have been successful pitchers their whole life. I know, like, if you see anything, tr- it might throw you off, like them running their fingers through their hair, or doing something, mm-hmm. but you know, some of this stuff's getting out of hand, like the pitcher for the um. For the Nationals, he got, he took a, fix yeah, Max, on, Scherzer. Uh, Max Scherzer when uh, yeah. Joe Girardi did it mm-hmm. on him. I think it was sometime last week. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's tough, man. And then like, Max Scherzer's been a good pitcher his entire career. Uh, yeah. Has never really given anybody any reason to think he's been cheating. So it's just, it's it's tough. And uh, it'd be hard for me if I, I had to make a decision about it. Like, I wouldn't know which way to go yet. I'm pretty sure the MLB will figure it out. I don't have a way I would go about it yet. Though. Like, yeah, why would man, you wait until the end of the game? Cause the damage has already been done, uh, mm-hmm. but they'll figure something out soon. But yeah, a yeah. lot of a lot of people are taking offense to the checks.
0: Yeah, for sure. Like I said, I, even my guy, I think Jacob Degrom, he's got checked a few times. But yeah, like you said, with Matt Scherzer, I think he was checked, and it was like two times, in like two early times. in the game too. Like yeah, I think three, times. yeah, I think it was like the first and third inning, and I don't know when the other inning was, maybe like the fourth or fifth. But you know, they all were early on. Like, like I said, that. that that slows down momentum like i don't think people would think you know baseball has much of momentum to it but you know if pitchers if you're in a groove you know striking certain guys out and then like all of a sudden you know you're getting asked to get checked every inning or so it's like that kind of messes with like you just said it messes with their integrity it messes with their integrity you know it messes probably with their rhythm and their flow and you know all in all, i don't think it's, it's just not good for the game you know already in a, in a league where people aren't too fond of it you know they feel like it you know the old school rules are still taken too heavily you know the what was it a few years ago like the bat flipping and stuff everybody was talking about that so you know i think hopefully they figure out a way to 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 get this figured out soon because like yeah obviously i personally think and i think a lot of other people do cheating in baseball makes things interesting (laughs) Like, but you know obviously no one wants cheating because you know change is not the greatest way to go about it, but you know, everybody always says that the greatest years in baseball was when the guys were shooting up steroids and everything and, you know, making it interesting because they was bombing all those whole runs and stuff. So who knows? Like, I guess with this is on the other side, like, you know, we ain't going to be seeing too many hits or home runs and stuff with the pitchers of being able to do what they're, they're doing. But, you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's gotta be a way to fix this some way, somehow. Cause like, yeah, a, a guy getting checked three, four or five times in the span of, you know, three, four, five innings, that's that's a little too much. So they'll, they'll hopefully figure it out soon. I don't know if it was the greatest thing to throw in the middle of the season. Maybe they should have waited to the end of the season to, to kind of talk about it and figure it out. But, you know, like you said, the, the damage is done. I guess this is going to either continue to happen or maybe by all-star break, they'll have a, a better uh, method to go about it. So then lastly, got to hit on this. Don't want to say for the culture, but, you know, for our youth, for our uh you know early 2000s people that may be watching or anybody that enjoys Soulja Boy and, and Bow Wow's <laughs> records. Uh of course they had a versus last night. But, you know, in a way it was kind of I don't want to say epic, but it, it was cool because you know Bow Wow kept saying he was never gonna do a versus he's never gonna do a versus everybody even when the versus thing started you know came about, everybody was saying you know Bow Wow should do one with Soulja Boy it just made more made sense, but you know Bow wow kept saying, like, who am I gonna go against? Who am I gonna go against go against? But you know, all in all, they made it happen um it was pretty cool because this is one a lot a few of them have been live but this was the first one that was kind of like live in yeah. front of a crowd in a look like it was a hookah joint i don't know really specifically where it was i just know they kept saying los angeles but it was cool because it was like a, a little mini concert in a sense um but you know all oh, no we won't go through the track list i know we know most of the songs but uh what do you think about this the verses in general and if you did have to crown a winner who would you say won
1: I liked it. You know, a lot of energy. They've been beefing for a long time. So this was, you, you know, uh, they had to make this happen. It was a lot of good moments. They both had good energy, even though Soldier was, I think, started off, I think Bow Wow Won, Soldier, uh, he had good energy <laughs> the whole time. But he was- Saying a lot of dumb stuff. Uh, he even brought Romeo on the stage, which was good. Uh, this
0: was hilarious.
1: Romeo was wildin', talking about I was I was Kobe. Uh
0: yeah, were... I was like, I think I what I was like, I hate the comparisons. In a way, it made yeah. it was dumb, but it made sense in the littlest, littlest way, even though I didn't like it. I was like, oh hell no. Like, but it made yeah, just no. <laughs> yeah, nah.
1: He was wilding, but it was just good overall, you know, a lot of throwback songs. Turn my swag on the song with Drake. Oh God,
0: yeah, Yeah, we it? made it.
1: We made it. And then Bow had it. I remember real quick. I can't remember the album, but I think it was the one that had "Let Me Hold You" on it. Is the mm-hmm. first song. But I got it. For, I remember. I was like, I wouldn't. I don't think I was any older than 11. But I got the little CD from the barbershop, shop, and I played mm-hmm. it like 30 times. And I think that was the first <laughs> one on there. So when they're playing some of those throwback songs, you know, it brought me back to my. My my youngin days, but Bow Wow definitely just had more more throwbacks. And Soldier, he didn't get the point of the verses. At one point, and then he was like, "Oh, you are playing this old stuff?" I'm like, "That's the point." point like, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, it was just fun. fun. A lot of good laughs and a lot of good. But Bow Wow definitely won. He had more more throwback hits. But Soldier has some too. So
0: yeah, I was like, people were this so Soldier got hits, man. Soldier got like soldiers. Like it may not seem like they're the greatest hits because like how dumb of the songs they be, but it'd be like stuff that when you think about it, remember, it's like it it either either started other stuff, like you know, the little crank that like started I mean, there was a bunch of crank that's like crank that like everything, crank that Batman, crank that uh crank that Superman. or he was with Superman, crank that Batman, crank that uh Roosevelt. It was cranked at everything at that point. Uh, so it's like his songs might have been dumb, but it's like it started other things. Like it was like, in a way, a trend. Like he always be saying he was the first to do stuff. Like he was a trend in, in his own set. So, you know, I enjoyed it. Like you said, too, I enjoyed it. I think it was cool. The back and forth was hilarious. It was hilarious where, it, like, you know, everybody he, kept saying like where's your verse where's your verse because soldier would play the whole song because his mm-hmm. verse wouldn't be towards the end because typically he would have produced the song sometimes or most of the time so it was just funny or even him playing like other people that remixed it like you know he played itty bitty piggy by mickey minaj and you know <laughs> forgot somebody else did. i think something else Nicki minaj remixed as well but,
1: yeah, but Nicki probably was funny too he was like this Nicki song yeah, yeah. yeah. he was on his head the whole time but it was definitely it was definitely good and i was yeah, t-
0: cuz you know he's a, he's just a character so you already knew he was going to make it funny but yeah, yeah. bringing out little romeo like you know i guess them squashing the beef for whatever you know him being the first to to get little bow wow and, and romeo on a stage together like all that was just it was just it was just funny just entertaining as a whole like, you know glad they was able to do it for sure cuz like you said we they even did a song together i forgot they did a song together marco polo i didn't even realize i was a bow wow song i thought it was Soulja boy song but you know just through it, like you said. It, it 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 brought back memories for sure. I think I had that same CD that you was talking about, though. um
1: either if We had know, like two songs with a
0: Marion on it, right?
1: Yeah, something like that. I just once you when you figure out the name of the album, please, because be I ain't gonna flex.
0: I might have it in storage, like because I know I had like some old CDs. I had like Michael Jackson. I think I had both of their CDs. I think I might have had a Soldier Boy Soldier Boy's first CD too. I don't even know who got me these. Like I don't know who, where I got them from. I'm pretty sure they're somewhere. I mean,
1: they're I need to go on Apple Music and download some of these old songs. That's I all think. about to
0: say. Like you know how typically with the verses they have uh they'll have like the cheat cheat list playlist or whatever. Like each and every time, like, either before or after, they'll put like the artist's song that they made a put out. They need yeah. to put that on there because, like I said, it, it it was solid. It was solid for sure. Like I said, Bow Wow. Even Bow Wow, like he was bugging—not bugging, but it was just funny—he brought out the whole So So Def crew. He brought <laughs> out the Brat. He brought out Jermaine Dupri. He brought out uh Franchise Boys. He was just bringing out everybody. So, everybody. So, like brought everybody for the oh, I think they like me. So I didn't even remember he was on that. Like it was just certain stuff. Like I wasn't even remembering like certain songs that was played. It was a few songs. I think both of them. Well, mainly Soulja Boy. I don't think Bow Wow missed that many songs. Like he played most of the ones uh I can't remember off that album, but the one we talking about with uh Omarion, bringing him out. Mm-hmm. You know, let me hold you um the one with sierra it'd have been funny if you brought sierra out i knew i knew that wasn't gonna happen no way in hell that was gonna happen you know he, he played all his hits got him in if i had a crown when i would say him too but for the antics you know got a crown soldier boy this one was yeah. almost like uh it's not close because Gucci and Young Jeezy both have hits for sure, but it kind of reminded me like, you know, Gucci was th- just like with the antics. Like he just kept throwing antics, yeah, kept throwing, throwing shots. shots. He I'm just kept was doing, yeah, just talking crazy and just doing stuff that you didn't think like, well, you kind of would think that he would do, obviously, because Jeezy had a hit on his head. But, you know, that's that's what it kind of reminded mm-hmm. me of. Like Soldier was Gucci in this one and um, Bow Wow was uh, Young Jeezy in a sense. But, oh, no, it was good. Uh, great nostalgic moment. Love, love the energy uh can't wait for the next one if it is you know something similar to this who who do you think should be in the next one like what artists have not everybody keeps saying Chris and Drake Chris Brown and Drake I don't think it's ever gonna happen
1: nah and', and it's, no it's
0: like, different of a style in a sense but they're the I only ones that have so many it. hits
1: yeah like Chris got some hits but I don't know Drake can go back years go now bring up songs from now yeah
0: chris like they both could do the same thing that's a crazy thing but it's just like it really don't I don't know. I don't
1: know who would be. You got to get somebody that's really, really beefing. I don't know anybody that's beefing.
0: Uh, you know, I guess, yeah, but like I say, them, them two squashed it, but them the only two that really like are left, that everybody I keep talking about that have enough hits to, to go against each other. Like Chris Brown had like an 84 song album. Like he got some stuff to play. So I don't know if it would be those two to be next. That would be pretty cool. If it is, I did you see that Drake did say he would have popped out if Soldier Boy would have asked him to, to perform yeah, so right. made it with it. everybody was talking about he would've he'd have won if that would have happened. Because wow. Soldier kept talking about he's like, You ain't did no song with Drake. You've been in the game since it was 10. You ain't there's no song with nah, Drake. They was, they was
1: going out of the it. He was like, Neither did you.
0: Yep. <laughs> That's, it, was, uh, that's, it was it was just funny, It's crazy. I might have to watch the replay on it for real. That's how funny it was. It definitely was one of the ones I've enjoyed the most. This one was definitely up there with uh with Gucci's and you know, Young Jeezy's. Probably even up there with uh um who else did one? I like Keisha Cole did one with uh Shanti. Um, I think uh Brandy and Monica did one as well. So it's been it's been some great verses. Oh, Ludacris and Nelly as well. That yeah. was pretty funny, even though theirs was over uh over the internet and and nelly's wi-fi was trash but (laughs) it's been some pretty good ones um this one just topped it off as well hopefully they continue to do live ones like this and wherever they did that hookah bars wherever they did strip club i don't know where they did that but yeah nice Nice little set for sure had to had to bring out the they had to do a little marketing too of course rock rap snacks you know triller everything you know that they that they had in the background but on a uh, great performance, great performance by these two guys. But uh and that does it for the show today, and pretty much right on time. Hawk's game, I know it's about to about to kick off soon. Um, this was a great little show that we was able to get in. I know we've both been busy, but always great to get on, hop on and, and talk sports with you for sure. Um you no know, NFL season is coming up rapidly, and know uh, we'll have some stuff planned, even some other shows planned, you know, that whenever we get together, we'll be able to get together and, and talk like we do. But uh any last things, any last words, anything we ain't hit on today.
1: Uh, nah, no, not really. You know, good to be back on. Um now that a little time is freed up, I look to, you know, let's let's do this at least once or twice a week, especially with the playoffs. Uh, you know, kicking up Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals. Looking to be on here a little more and more often, but good to be back on and uh, looking forward to this Hawks
0: game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hopefully we'll able to get a dub, Hawks nation. True to Atlanta, believe Atlanta. Um, We'll, we'll be tuned into that for sure. But like that I said, man, we'll, we'll, we'll be on here a lot more often, times free dub, so we'll at least try once, twice a week. Be on the lookout for some more. Um, We'll insert some more, you know, videos, sounds. We'll, we'll get some more segments in for sure. Even got some – uh, probably some interviews in the work hopefully – um if they watching right now, we're gonna get cheese and hopefully my guy Jordan Floyd on together. Uh, I've been seeing him train and uh we've been crossing paths a few times, so we've talked about it. So hopefully that comes up soon. Maybe before the before the NBA finals start, we'll be able to get both of them on, talk about their overseas um journeys and you know everything that they're doing during summer now to prepare for ball. Uh, but again, of course, I'm Jelani. That's my guy Thad giving you another episode of what the game means to me. Uh, Appreciate everybody for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next time. Have a good one.